right, some big guys, in fact, some Titans, uh, met for dinner just last night. Uh, the Titans dinner's back in full swing. Gathering of money managers overseeing billions of dollars in investments, and they get together to talk investment ideas. Back with us is the ringleader, Steve Kroll, managing director at Monus Crespi Heart the and Company. The ringleader. The kingpin. In our kingpin. studio. Or, yeah, or troublemaker. You pick your uh, <laughs> Definitely not. Um, nice to have you back with us. Thank you. Uh, tell us a little bit about um, the tone this time around. Well, once a year we give out a... Uh, an award. Uh, so, the last couple of years we've given a, uh, a Titans award to Hank Greenberg and Brian Rogers, former head of T. Rowe Price. This time we gave it to Marty Sass, who's been in the business 45 years and has created his own company. It has about seven to eight billion dollars in management. It is a. Uh, it was loves really to this, talk stocks too. He, he comes to on. Talk we love talking with he's him. He's great, and he, uh, yeah. you know, 45 years of, of, of really doing a great job. Uh, so that's what we started the dinner uh, with. The second part was uh, uh, Steve Einhorn, who works for uh, his right arm for Lee Cooperman, did the macro view, and he was pretty good. He's been consistently right the last year. Mentioned that. Uh, he thinks the market may be slightly ahead of itself right now, but longer term, he's a bull in the U.S. and, and Europe and, and Japan. And unless the Fed is hostile, he uses the word, meaning aggressively raising rates, um, it, it, things should be should be okay. Does Mentioned, anybody think the Fed's going to be aggressively? No, no. With deflation <laughs> out say. there combined with some inflation, I think the Fed's kind of locked into slow and steady. Uh, he has, um, as Steve mentioned, uh, earnings up 7%, 2% yield, and that gives you a 9% return next year, which looked pretty good. And now typically we don't get many hedge funds or aren't invited to this dinner. They tend to be long only. So most of the ideas over the years have been, correctly, have been buy-side ideas. But, right. uh, uh, so I point that out. So we don't get that many uh, uh, short ideas. Uh, but the, the theme was, was great. Um, home builders, after this uh, terrible tragedy in, in, in Houston and uh, Florida. A direct should, play coming will, off of the hurricanes. Will definitely be a yeah. direct play coming off that. But they were attractive anyway because rates are down yeah. low and are going to stay down low. I mean, the, the, the 10 years at 220, people were saying, it was, it was going to be a 3% this time uh, last year. And also, uh, some of the other names, Joe Warner had an interesting uh, idea on Brunswick Corp, which is, makes the boats done very well, and also the same two tragedies will, will help uh, that company. It's, it's a, it's a high-quality uh, high name. And then George Brokaw of Atrophile Brokaw mentioned uh, that Goodyear Tire is starting to to turn around its operation and had peak earnings in two years of $5, and it's a uh, $30 stock. So those those were some interesting ideas that came out of it. But not generally were too many people overly bearish on anything. So were there uh, notions that, uh, you know, you mentioned the home builders, that uh, because of the sort of natural de de destruction that we've had, with both with the hurricanes and the fires out west, um, uh, then that there's a, some new opportunities that have been created by these natural disasters? Yes. Um, and I think we're at play also, the same theme is with the insurance stocks. Obviously, mm. the insurance stocks go down initially because they have to pay out on claims. And in the case of a, a home builder, the house you know gets blown apart and it's in a ramble, and so they, they have to they have to run and cover and you know clean it up and then start redoing it again. So both industries will benefit longer term from the disasters. In the case of the insurance companies, they get a double whammy because they will then send out 
uh, price increases to the entire country, not just the areas that are affected. Right. Uh, whether it's New Jersey or New York, I guarantee you're going to get an increase in a, in a premium. Uh, but the home builders will pick it up, but not necessarily right away. Um, Corey, Steve and I were talking before we got going, and one thing that jumped out at me, I'm like, hey, Bill Miller, uh, Bitcoin. Um, he likes Bitcoin. He owns Bitcoin. Bill Miller, of course, the legendary investor. Um, been around for a long time, right? A lot of old names that he's invested in over the years. Bitcoin. Well, Bill is a good friend of mine. He's a very smart person. He had a 15-year track record that beat everybody. Then he had a couple of off years, but he's back on fire right now. He's up 48% this year alone. Wow. Um, he. Uh, How much of that is Bitcoin? Well, he has fund is about 10% in Bitcoin, which he did at a, at a but he's had restoration hardware and a number of other names. Uh, uh, everyone That's a favorite of Corey, the v- by the way, restoration everyone hardware. Everyone talks about VRX, which has not worked out for him. But uh, I mean, restoration hardware, really? It's up 133% this year, Corey. Yeah, anyway, I, as it, much after, as after completely falling apart, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure where he bought it, but uh, you know, up 48% this year, it's good. Bill is, you know, smarter than I, and he he I can't understand Bitcoin, but uh, he sure can, and uh, uh, he's done a great job with it. I wouldn't know. He what owns Bit- almost uh, looks like two million shares of Restoration Hardware. Yes, he does. He does. Yeah. Restoration Hardware was at $109 a share two years ago. Now it's at 72. I so. don't think he owned it uh, as of six months ago, so I <laughs> I can't. Six months ago, the stock was as low as, depending on when, when he was in there, was as low as 40. It was also as higher than where it was right now. It's been an extraordinarily volatile company because its results have been um, hard to believe. Well, because who doesn't want to buy an arm wall for $40,000? I'm just kidding. Okay. All right. I digress. Um, nonetheless, he's done well. Bitcoin. Talk a little bit more about Bitcoin because it's been in the news. I, you know, I said to you earlier, Jamie Dimon calling it a fraud, not making sense. Um what did what kind of insight did Bill provide? Well, he didn't. Um, and usually, uh, let me put it this way: Jamie Dimon mentioned it was probably a fraud. He didn't put a time horizon on that, which yeah. you know we all know. Go back to the Resorts International situation went from two to two hundred people shorted all the way up, and then it went down to zero. Uh, Bill is very very smart. He thinks the virtual currency is is here to stay, and he likes it. And he put his money where his mouth is. I don't understand it. I'm old well, school. But uh, you know, Jamie Dimon says he doesn't like <laughs> something that could that could disrupt his industry, which could make it uh, unnecessary to have a bunch of brokers and back offices at a company like let's say Chase, J.P. Morgan, to uh, uh, you know to keep track of your trades because it's all held in a technology that might disrupt his business. Yeah, you can see why he wouldn't like people like it. Right, right. I just uh, I, I I'll, I'll leave it to Bill to do it. I have money with him, uh, and he's done a great job. So how can I say uh, I don't uh, I like? I, how, how can I say I don't like Bitcoin? All right. Well, you always do a great job, Steve Kroll, managing director, Mona's Crespi Hart and Company, on the latest Titans Dinner. Joining us in our Bloomberg 11:30 studio. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio. Yeah.